0: Hey there, and welcome to the Oscars Death Race podcast. Where it ain't over until the final credits roll. My name is Paulo, and I'm your host. So we're back, uh, back from vacation, back uh, watching bunch of movies over vacation. I watched a couple of things, but that's not important right now because. Uh, today is well recording just after midnight on February, on January 14th. Uh, yesterday, January 13th, the Oscar nominations for the 2020 Oscars uh, Award- Academy Awards came out, um, and we have a lot of categories to go through. So, uh, buckle up. We're going to go through, talk about all of the films, um, which ones are kind of surprises for the categories. Uh, maybe talk about some of the snubs. Hashtag the farewell was robbed. Get it trending, um, and we'll also talk about some ways you can get involved with the community. Um, you know, some seats you can. Track Along and also, you know, maybe it's a little bit sumptuous, but kind of my picks for who I think is most likely to win each category. So, like I said, before we get started, let's I want to give a shout out to user Slight Astronomer 3, he's a mod on the Oscars Death Race subreddit. Um, Well, he actually created a sheet where it's pretty easy for you to plug in which films you've seen, which ones you haven't seen yet, which ones you're likely going to be able to see um, to get a sense of how you are faring on the Oscar death race and also plug it up to a site where you're able to compare yourself against other people in the community and see how they're doing so i'll include a link to that seat um in the show notes below but definitely go check out the oscars death race subreddit um, and again props to sinus three for his work so plugging my data into his seat um there are 53 total films this year that have been nominated uh i've seen 24 of those all of them features there were 38 features so 24 out of 38 features have not yet seen any swords though i'm not too worried about catching those um, for reasons i'll explain later um, so far in the community section of the site, um, there are 24 total participants. Um, I'm currently ranked 12th, so just in the middle, I'm a little bit above average, which is um, so. The sheet also calculates based on the total amount of time you've watched of the films and how far you are in the death race. I'm about 62% of the way through. The average user is about 24.9 films, um, about 56.78 of the way through. Um, Shout out to uh, user Flatty, who is currently at 40 out of 53 films with an 82.7% complete rate. All right, uh, that that so definitely include your stuff in there. Try to see you know how you can appear on this community. We'll see actually who is able to uh, complete the race first based on that list. So without further ado, let's get into the individual categories. Starting with the top uh, big prize, uh, Best Picture Award. So Best Picture, I've actually seen all nine of the films. Um, so the nine films in this category are Ford vs. Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Woman, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. So again, I've watched nine out of nine of these. Um, If you've gone and listened to the past episodes of the podcast, you've heard me talk about all of these films. Uh, I will say I really think that The Farewell was snapped. Again, hashtag The Farewell is Robbed to get it trending. Um... But yeah, so who I think is the most likely to win here? It's kind of hard to tell um, at this point in time. Um, we'll have to see how the various other, you know, Guild Awards come out and, and where they, they land kind of as an indicator um, of which uh, of which film kind of is, is favored by the Academy. That said, um, you know, if I had to put it right now, I would say probably Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in 1917, based on the number of nominations and kind of the hype around them, Probably at about 35% chance each. Um, 20%, I would say, goes to Parasite because it really overperformed in the number of nominations. And Joker also super performed. But I, I don't know if the Academy is going to nominate a comic book movie for Best Picture. So 35% to Runs uh, a Time in Hollywood and 1917, 20, uh, 20% to Parasite, and 10% chance to Joker. All right, next up we have best actress and this was I think actually the, one of the first categories uh announced um in the announcement this morning and it kind of send a Oh, you know, sorry, this wasn't. I'll come later. But so for Best Actress, we have, I've watched three out of the five. Um, so we have Harriet, Cynthia Erivo for Harriet. Uh, also, they're going to be later in the song category, um, which I have not seen. Uh, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story. Um, Saoirse Ronan for Little Woman. Charlie's Theron for Bombshell. And Renee Zellweger for Judy, who also has the makeup nomination. So again, I will say that, uh, Aquafina and the Pharaoh was robbed. Hashtag the Pharaoh was robbed. They had a trending. Um, I also think that you know, even if Aquafina had not been nominated, I think you know, if no one was really expecting the Cynthia Arivo nomination. Um, if it had been not been Aquafina, people would have been expecting maybe Lupita Nyong'o for her work in Us. Um, by all accounts, Harriet isn't that great of a film. Cynthia is probably the best thing in it, That's so I've heard. So um, that's probably why she got the nomination, but really disappointed that The the Farewell didn't get a nomination so in any case I think I have two films in this category to watch Uh, that helps that they're also both in other categories as well Um, so doing double duty and that said I think Judy probably is the odds on favor she's pretty much won every award so she's been in up to this point I believe Um, don't have my notes in front of me for that um next up for best actor uh, i've watched four of the five here we have antonio banderas for pain and glory which i haven't seen yet this is also in the international film category so not too upset about having to watch this one um leonardo dicaprio for once upon a time in hollywood adam driver for marriage story joaquin phoenix for joker and jonathan price for the two popes i'm actually kind of surprised at jonathan price getting in there i was kind of expecting um uh uh, Taron Egerton for The Rocket Man because he won the Globe, Golden Globes. Um, that said, and also Robert De Niro kind of got snubbed here, though I've heard great things about Antonio Banderas' performance, so good things there. That said, it doesn't really matter what else uh, in terms of kind of picking the Oscar. It's pretty much Joaquin Phoenix's show at this point. Um, he's also won pretty much every acting nomination uh, he's been in so far. So, um, Next up, so this is the one that was one of the first Announced categories and kind of the one that gave me the first groan of the morning when this came out. So, supporting actress we have Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell, which I haven't seen yet. This is also the only film which Richard Jewell is nominated for. Um, Laura Dern for marriage Story*, Scarlett Johansson for *Jojo Rabbit*, Florence Pugh for *Little Woman, and Margot Robbie for *Bombshell*. So. Like most people I well, not like most people, but I I skipped out on watching Richard Jewel when I was in theaters. This didn't sound like it was too good. But unfortunately now that it's out of theaters, I'm gonna have to find a way to, to find the way to watch Richard Jewel. So uh, wish me luck. good luck to everyone who has to watch that. Um, that said, this was also kind of a shakeup. up, you know, there was a lot of hype for J Lo. Um, uh, for her role in Hustlers um, and, and she didn't uh, she didn't get it here and also again hashtag the farewell was robbed Nine Nai from the farewell the grandmother um, was snubbed so uh, you know uh, I I would say no one was really expecting Scarlett Johansson or Kathy Bates to, to get the nomination here um, though I, I would say I actually kind of okay with Scarlett Johansson maybe taking one of those just because uh, her her supporting role in Jojo Rabbit really was one of the highlights of that film um, and actually also props to her she's the one of the first I think the first actress in 20 years to have a double nomination in both uh, leading actress and supporting actress so props to her for that that said um, Laura Dern has also been sweeping up at the supporting actress role so far in the award ceremony so um, this is probably her category to lose at this point um Next up in supporting actor, I've actually seen five of five films here, so good job, me. Um, We have Tom Hanks with *A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood*, Anthony Hopkins for *The Two Popes*, Al Pacino for *The Irishman*, Joe Pesci for *The Irishman*, and Brad Pitt for *Once Upon a Time in Hollywood*. Um, So again, I've seen all these films. Um, You know, uh, interesting thing here is that actually, um, so four of the individuals here—Tom Hanks, uh, Pesci, Pacino, and Hopkins—all you know, it's been almost 20 years since they've been nominated. Um, Tom Hanks last was nominated 19 years ago, Joe, uh, Anthony Hopkins 21 years ago, Al Pacino 26 years ago, and Joe Pesci 28 years ago. So for them to come back and nab these, this is a really competitive category this year. So props to them for coming out. That said, again, Brad Pitt has also been kind of sweeping up the nominations this year. So... um Yeah, uh, it's probably his category to lose at this point as well. Um, Let's see, directing. Uh, I've seen also, um, again, since these are all films from the Best Picture, I've also seen all of these as well. Um, So 5 out of 5, Martin Scorsese, The Irishman, Todd Phillips, Joker, Sam Mendes, 1917, Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Um, so the most notable thing here is Todd Phillips actually kind of snuck in here. Most people weren't expecting him to get a nomination, or hoping, they were more hoping that Greta Gerwig, um, you know, would at least have some female representation, and even beyond just representation, I think she did a great job with Little Woman, um, I and her vision for that, so it's kind of a bit of a snub that she didn't get nominated here. Um, that said, um, of the people here, I would say uh it's probably 1917 or once upon a time in hollywood um for this one with maybe the dark horse of bong jun ho for parasite so um i think the oscars are probably going to split up you know the best director and best picture here so whichever of sam mendes or quentin tarantino do not win best picture the other one will probably end up uh, they'll probably end up taking uh home best director it'll just kind of be split up that way in my opinion unless something weird happens with parasite which i fingers crossed kind of ha- hope, hope happens uh let's see next up we have adapted uh original screenplay um so original screenplay we have uh the Irishman, jojo rabbit joker little woman two popes um pleasantly surprised that two popes actually got in there um you know i think it did uh i think it did a pretty good job um I enjoyed it when I watched it over the the, fil- the the holiday. Um that said, this is probably definitely a lock for the Irishman. If, at least it'll get at least at least this category, I think. Um I would say in my opinion, I think I personally like Little Woman's adaptation more. I think the way what Greta Gerwig did to make it a more engaging film and an engaging adaptation, especially after seven other adaptations in the past, is nothing sort of genius. Um so, you know, I'm betting it's gonna be the Irishman, but really hoping it's Little Woman. Um, next on to original screenplay. Um, so we actually have a, a contender who I wasn't expecting to get an, an Oscar. Actually, get an Oscar. It's Knives Out, who I talked about a little bit before. Um, like I, I mentioned previously, Knives Out definitely has a um, you know the strength of the writing and the enjoyability of the cast really made it a great movie. So props to them for getting a nomination. So Knives Out, *Married Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Um, again, hashtag the farewell was robbed. Um, I really wasn't expecting 1917 to get a nomination here for uh, original screenplay, which just kind of bodes well for their chances at getting best picture, I think. Um, but that being said, I, I, I kind of disagree. I really think that it should have been the farewell here. Um, in any case, I think uh, the most likely nominee winner here is *Parasite*. Um, if *Once Upon a Time in Hollywood* and *1917* take the best director, best um, best picture. Now that said, I think if *Parasite* is able to sneak a win in either directing or um, directing or best picture, *1917* um, will probably take the other one, and then *Once Upon a Time in Hollywood* will probably take original screenplay um so it's kind of a weird mexican standoff between the three where i think it'll be split de- those three categories will be split between those three films um, we'll see if i might um but yeah so next up is the first really difficult category um <laughs> we have uh, the international feature films. So I've only seen one of the five international feature films, you know, and probably the one who's going to win, Parasite, let's be clearer. Um, that said, this is the Oscars Death Race, so we have to try to watch them all, and this is kind of the painful one where there's not a lot of sewings of these um, you know, in local areas, so we're going to have to try to get lucky here. So first up, we have Corpus Christi from Poland, which... I can't find the sewing anywhere near me. I think I, uh, yeah, I, I don't think it goes in limited release in the States until after the Oscars, so who knows. Um Let's see, Honeyland, uh, which is also actually in the documentary category. So props to them for getting two nominations. Um, I think they're on Hulu, so that actually shouldn't be too hard to find from Northern Macedonia. Um, we have Les Miserables, um, which most people were from France, which most people were expecting to be the hardest one to watch this year. But um, I actually am lucky there's a, there's a theater here, the Angelica in New York, where I'll probably be able to catch it um this week and then pain and glory from spain which again also had the nomination for best actor with antonio banderas um so yeah i'm only one for five um definitely going to be scrambling to try to find what i can in theaters and praying that corpus christi somehow you know gets on the high seas or otherwise surprise comes out you know on streaming or something like that we'll see um Next up we have original song. So we have uh, I can't let you throw yourself away from Toy Story 4 which is pretty much the anthem of the millennial generation. Um I'm going to love me again from Rocket Man which I think is probably the favorite uh, to win given it's won the other original song uh, awards so far this season. I'm standing with you from Breakthrough, which this film is this is the nomination that makes me question whether or not I need to watch all of the original song films especially if it's just like a song that's literally in there for like two minutes. So I have to watch the entire film for a minute. Can I just listen to the entire song? I don't know. Uh, listeners, you leave it up to me. Leave a comment if you think that I should watch all of Breakthrough for the film I'm sending with you. Or I should just look up the YouTube video of the of the song um you I know you guys are probably gonna make me watch it just so I have to share in this misery with you guys but hey if you make me not have to watch it I'll absolve you of not having to watch it you know quick pro quo whatever um anyway the other one is uh, Into the Unknown by Frozen 2 and stand-up for Harriet who again was also nominated for best actress so I'm going to be watching that one anyway Um, Next up we have original score uh, Which I've seen all five of these films Joker, Little Woman, Marriage Story 1917 and Star Wars The The Rise of Skywalker This is probably Joker's to win At this point um, Even though people were expecting it to be 1917 I think Um, But uh, props to John Williams because this is his 52nd Oscar nomination, the most of all time. And he's actually gotten nominations every decade for seven decades. That level of consistency is insane. So props to you, John Williams. Um, all right, animated feature film is actually had a really big surprise as well. Um, I've only seen four of the five, even though if you remember, last, last episode or two episodes ago, I talked about, um, you know, the five most likely. Um, so we have how to train your dragon, the hidden world. I lost my body, which I watched over a break. Um, Klaus, um, which is a Netflix uh, animated film, missing link and toy story four. You'll notice that frozen two is not on here. So, you know, big surprise. Disney only got one nomination here this year with you, Pixar. Um, And so, yeah, um, I guess maybe after it didn't win the Golden Globes, um, you know, and missing Link 1 instead, um, that's kind of what happened here, um, people kind of soured on on Frozen 2, um, that said, I'm still kind of upset, sad, resigned at this point that Weathering View and anime in general is overlooked by the Oscars, but it is what it is, um, that said, you know, who I think is going to win this category, probably going to be Toy Story 4. Um, though, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Missing Link kind of comes out of nowhere to to, to steal it away. Um, let's see. Next up, we have documentary feature film, which I've seen zero out of five of these. Um, we have American Factory, which I believe you can find on Netflix. Uh, the Cave, which I can't find anywhere at all. I think there are a couple of... I think there's a screening somewhere in Seattle, I think, somewhere in Maine. Um, I was looking it up on their website, couldn't find it. Um, we have The Edge of Democracy, another Netflix documentary. Um, for Sama, which is a uh, PBS film, actually, so you can watch it on the PBS website. And Honeyland, which, again, is also in the international... Um, category for Northern Macedonia and is available on Hulu. So I'll say here, I think Apollo 11 was robbed. It was one of the best movie-going experiences I had last year, especially watching it in IMAX. Um, again, I guess there's this always going to be one documentary, which I really like each year that, got, that gets robbed. Um, I know in past years it's been uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor, the Mr. Rogers biopic documentary. Um, and I know that, again, I also mentioned that I had watched... Uh, What's it? Uh, they shall Not Go Old, which ended up not being eligible because they didn't submit it in time, but really sort of been in the contention in last year. So, uh, yeah, I would say here, you know, again, I haven't seen any of these, so I can't really say who's going to win, though I have heard a lot of buzz. And Honeyland being for two categories kind of raises its profile a bit, I think. Uh, next up, we have cinematography. Um, I've seen five out of the five of here. Um, so, we have The Irishman, Joker, The Lighthouse, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood poor A24 um, they had three amazing films this year I've seen two of them uh, Lighthouse and uh, The Farewell Hashtag The Farewell Got Robbed as well as Uncut Gems which I'll mention a little bit later they only got one nomination for the entire out of all 53 which is kind of all 53 films It's kind of nuts mm-hmm. that said I'm glad that The Lighthouse did get nominated it's amaz- it was you know maybe one of the weirder films I've seen this year um, I would have liked to see William Defoe maybe get a Best Supporting nomination, Hark um, He's brilliant in that in that role And and, and yeah I mean, suiting it in black and white Intensely, not even any color There's a whole Director's Cut episode About, about that process um, So glad that Lighthouse At least got nominated for cinematography That said, this is Robert so 1917 has to win I would be very shocked if it didn't win Here um, Next up, we have Costume Design Um, I've seen 5 out of 5 here Um, No surprises Uh, Irisman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Woman Once Upon a Time in Hollywood I will say, I would have liked to see Dolomite is my name um, or Rocket Man with their costumes. Um, if you watch the credits of Rocket Man, you'll see that there are you know they recreated his, some of his costumes really well. So, would have liked to have seen that in. Um, I will say, on the flight back from from my trip, I did end up watching Downton Abbey on the plane because I was half expecting it to get a costume nomination. So I kind of watched Downton Abbey for nothing. Um, Whatever, I'll get over it. Um, That said, I don't really know. I think it's probably a a coin flip between Jojo Rabbit or Little Woman, partly because I think, you know, neither of those films are going to get a lot of love in kind of the er other categories we've mentioned so far. So I think Jojo Rabbit, but I think in this technical one, I think Jojo Rabbit or Little Woman has a good shot um, at coming out ahead. (laughs) Uh, Next up, we have hair and makeup and styling. Um, So... We, I've seen three out of the five here. Uh, Bombshell, which I've talked about on the previous episode. Um, Joker, Judy, which I haven't seen yet, but is also for Best Actress. Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, which was kind of a surprise. Um, I could have watched it on the plane into the Downtown Abbey. I did not, so now I'm going to have to find a way to watch it. Um, and 1917. Um, again, I would have also liked to see Rocketman come in here and, and take it, uh, potentially, take a nomination here, but... In any case, uh, this is definitely going to be bomb cells. I think the the Hale makeup people pretty much had it only only bomb sell or Joker as the people in any significant categories for their awards. So, so it's probably going to be bomb cell. Um, all right. Uh, production design. We have the Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, 1917. For some time in Hollywood, Parasite. Seen all five of these. There really should have been Little Women in here at some point, though. I don't know who I would have knocked off. I think I, was, I guess I'll say I was kind of surprised that Parasite did get in. Um, it was kind of the sixth one I think behind Little Women. So I guess I'm glad that Parasite's overperforming here. They do deserve it. Um, I'll say that probably again. Jojo Rabbit or maybe 1917 is likely here though. Again, I wouldn't be surprised if the fact that JoJo of uh, that Parasite got nominated at all is kind of a hint that it actually is Pop might be the winner for this one. Um, next up, visual effects. So uh, a lot of genre films here. We have Avengers Endgame, uh, which. I'm pretty sure everyone has seen, hopefully. Um, hashtag no spoilers. Um, the Irishman, The Lion King, 1917, and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. I was not expecting Star uh, 1917 actually to get a visual effect. So I've seen some of the behind the scenes. So I can kind of see where it comes from. Irishman, I was I was kind of expect I was expecting kind of as like the serious non-genre film that got a nod just because of the de-aging stuff that they did. Um that said, I would have liked to see Alita Battle Angel get nominated here. I know it wasn't everyone's favorite film, but I enjoyed it a lot. Um, also, I'm going to shout out the user DGAPA, DGAPA on Reddit for convincing me on my flight to waste two hours watching Gemini Man with Will Smith because we were convinced that it was, he, he convinced me it was going to end up being nominated for the Visual Effects because the Visual Effects Guild nominated it. <sighs> um, Yeah, Gemini Man, I would say, it's not even like, a bad, bad movie. I mean, it's definitely not the greatest movie. I will say probably a lot of the disappointment for me came from that there was such a great concept behind it. It just wasn't executed in just the narrative structure of the way the story was paced out and the plot beats laid themselves out. So yeah, whatever. Thanks a lot for nothing, d Um That said, the winner of this one, uh, I'm going to guess a toss-up between Avengers or Lion King. Uh, partly because they don't really have any other, you know, places that they're going to be nominated. Like maybe the voters will give it to one of these two. Cool to see Avengers get a a Oscar, you know? Um, But yeah, we'll see. Um, Let's see. Ford versus, uh, sorry, uh, film, film editing. I've seen Fire of the Five, Ford versus Ferrari, the Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, and Parasite. Um, Yeah. I mean, I wasn't really, I didn't, I didn't really know who I was expecting to see here. I, I you know, Parasite was kind of on the outside radar, so I think potentially this one's kind of up in the air. Could be The Iris Man, I think, just because editing a three-and-a-half-hour film is pretty ridiculous. Um, I would say probably Ford versus Ferrari because I don't think it's going to get a lot of love in other categories, so you know, this might be where it, it get some love. And again, Parasite's always going to be the dark horse here, I think, because the fact that they got nominated kind of might be indicating that people really did love it a lot. So we'll see. Um, let's see, sound editing. So sound editing and sound mixing, are actually, you know, in past years, I've always seen these be one-to-one exactly the same films. For once, we actually have a bit of a difference. So for sound editing, uh, I mean, I've seen all five films for each category, but okay, sound editing, I've seen Ford vs. Ferrari, Joker, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker. Um, I would say that I would probably see Ford vs. Ferrari or Star Wars taking it here. Um, Ford versus Ferrari because I think car sound is so important for any car movie. Um, it's really paramount, and so I would. I'm. I'm pretty. I'm pretty confident that Ford versus Ferrari would get in there. That said, I would also, you know, if Star Wars is gonna get a get one, it might be in this category potentially. Um, you know, uh, and then sound mixing, we have Ad Astra, which I also watched on the plane. That one was not a waste to watch on the plane. Um, Ford vs. Ferrari, Joker, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, similar thing, I think uh, Ford vs. Ferrari for the car editing is just so important. Um, but then also Ad Astra, I think, you know, maybe it gets the nod just because that's how it got it got nominated. The fact that there's a difference at all. Um, so we'll see. Um I will say what you know. Nineteen Seventeen. I was kind of expecting. I wasn't really expecting Joker to get in for this category. So you know, we'll see. Uh, you know, maybe I was hoping maybe Rocket Man potentially, maybe sneaking in here potentially. But you know, it is what it is. Um, and last up, there are the three sort films, documentary sorts. Um, in the Absence, Throwing the Skateboard in the Warzone, If You're a Girl, Life Overtakes Me, St. Louis Superman, and Rock One Cha Cha. Um, the live action sort films, Brotherhood, Nefta Football Club, uh, The Neighbors Window, Surya, and A Sister. And the animated sort films, Daughter, Hair Love, Kitbull, Bull, Marable, and Sister. Um, so these are all, you know, these 15 sort films, I've seen none of them, as I mentioned at the top. Um, that said, if you're in New York, the IFC Center um, always does a screening of all of the sort films. Um, I think they do... Um, all the animated short films in one go, all of the live actions in one go. And I think they split up the documentary short subjects. Or they might also split up the live action short subjects. So might be a couple of days of going down to the IFC Center and, and, and watching what they have to offer. Um, but, you know, that's the way I'm going to be planning on watching these films. Uh, the, those begins January 29th, um, so in a couple of weeks. So I have a little bit of time before um, I need to get to those. Um, right, so... Um, Overall, again, that's all of the. I'm 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 also not going to give my predictions for these categories just because I haven't seen any of them at all. Um, I mean, I think the buzz is around. If you know, I had to say, uh, learning to skateboard in the war zone for documentary, um, Brotherhood for live action, and I think it's a toss up between Hair Love and Kitbull for animated sort. Um, so yeah. So again, that is the. Uh, current status of my oscar death race um yeah so as far as next steps for the podcast i mean frankly i was a little bit jet lagged for my trip so i really haven't had time to put together my watch plan and my episode plan for what films i'm going to be discussing in which episodes um but yeah i mean 24 out of 53 is not a bad start especially since i've watched all of the best pictures Really, only missing one or two in the acting category. Since some of the acting categories, though, those ones hurt. And it's mostly going to be the international films and the documentaries and the sort films that are that are going to be. Those alone are um, 15, 19, uh, no, 20, 24 um, out of the 29 remaining films that I'm missing are documentaries and international films and sorts. So, not too bad if I do say so myself. How's your. So, yeah. Um, as far as what I need to watch specifically um, so I need to watch Judy so 15, so the 15 sword films which again I mentioned for the IFC center um, I need to watch 14 feature films so Ju- one Judy for actress and song um, I know there's a screener on the high seas out there which I'll probably have to watch because I don't think it's coming back to theaters anytime soon uh, Harriet um, for Actress and Song. I believe the, I was looking it up earlier. I believe the Quad Cinema here in New York is actually still song Harriet, so I might have to hustle and catch that before Thursday. Um, Richard Jewell for Supporting Actress, which unfortunately is not in theaters anymore and there isn't a screener out there yet, so hopefully something comes through for that one. Um, Pain and Glory, uh, which is for... Uh, actor and international film. Um, I think the Angelica Film Theater has that through Thursday, so I'll probably watch that. Um, Honeyland for International Documentary, which is on Hulu, so easy peasy. Corpus Christi, International, which is probably going to be the one that kills most of our death races, but, you know, we'll do our best. Um, Les Miserables, uh, also International, I believe is on the is at the Angelica Film Theater, uh, so I'm going to try to catch that. Um, Klaus for Animated is on Netflix, Um, Maleficent for hair and makeup uh, I believe is on Amazon Prime For I think 6 bucks or so If you're in the US Um, So I'm going to give that one a shot Um, Which is already on Disney Plus at this point But it is what it is Um, American Factory for documentary Is on Netflix The Cave for documentary Not yet out anywhere online So I'm going to have to figure out where to watch that one Um, The Edge of Democracy A documentary is on Netflix for Sama Documentary on PBS. And Breakthrough Song... <sighs> do I really have to? Again, let me know in the comments if you guys think I need to watch you know, the full movie of Breakthrough or if you're going to absolve me and let me watch just the song on YouTube. We'll see. Um, if I do have to watch it, I believe there's a screener online somewhere um, on the high seas. So, yeah. I think of that That basically... Assuming I can get to all of the, th- the films in theater really the only hard ones for me will be, uh, and assuming, you know, I'm not opposed to sailing the high seas a little bit, it's only three films that are going to be really difficult. Richard Jewell, Corpus Christi, and The Cave for me. Um, So keep me posted in the comments if you know of these coming up anywhere. So I mean, just some general thoughts overall. Um, You know, Joker, kind of running away with the show um we live in a society where it is now the best comic book movie ever oscars wise it has 11 nominations which i think beats out the eight for dark knight rises and seven for black panther um with you know almost a locked in win for for best actor and a not bad chance at at winning uh best picture somehow um you know um, You know, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in 1917, I think are the real frontrunners for Best Picture with 10 nominations each, kind of showing they have wide support from, you know, a bunch of different uh, parts of the academy. Um, Parasite being my sleeper dark horse pick that hopefully. Uh, if they, if the Oscar and the Academy are not a bunch of cowards, they're gonna do the right thing and nominate Parasite for Best Picture and vote it for Best Picture. Don't be cowards, Academy. Vote. Do the right thing. Vote for Parasite. Um, you know, if it honestly, if it could win, uh, what was it? What was it for again? So if it could win. Uh, you know, best picture, um directing, original screenplay, you know, National for sure it's going to win, production and editing. I mean, those are all categories it could really reasonably take. So that would be amazing if you could get even five out of six. But six out of six would be amazing for Parasite. Um I mentioned uncut gems earlier. Again, poor A twenty four. They I believe that their head of uh so the so. The former person for the Weinstein Company that uh, we did a lot of the Oscar nomination, you know, stuff was at A24 for a couple of years, and since moved to Netflix. And it kind of shows because without her, A24 I guess just didn't play the the marketing or the promotion game for their films as as well as in past years, because you know, again, Nighthouse, Farewell, Hashtag The Farewell Was Robbed, and the other trending, and Uncut Gems are all um, are all pretty much snubbed at this point and Uncut Gems, Adam Sandler said that you know if he doesn't get a nomination for Uncut Gems he's probably going to go and make an intensely bad movie so we have Jack and Jill 2 to look forward to in the coming years um, I don't know, I would want to go see I think Uncut Gems just because of the buzz around it but um, I don't know I, I do have a lot of movie watching I need to do so I need to budget my time out for that, let me know if I should go try to catch uncut gems between everything else and, and make my life harder. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, just mentioning again that the person who was at a twenty four doing the Oscar buzz previously now is at Netflix, and kind of so is because this is the first year that Netflix as a streaming platform uh, has. Um, led the number of nominations. They have 24 nominations total across eight films. The big ones obviously being Iris Man, The Two Popes, and Marriage Story um, with 10, 3, and 6 nominations respectively. But they also have, you know, three documentaries and two uh, animation nominations as well. So, you know, props to Netflix for getting the game out there. I don't think it will be largely successful. Iris Man will probably get a couple of, like what did I have? Irisman, you know, winning. Um, I don't think I had Irisman really winning anything as um, as their potent- What they're potentially going to to take. Let me check what I just uh, adapted screenplay probably. Um, yeah, that's really the only one that I see Netflix really taking home from those three. Um, Marriage Story, you know, as much as. No, uh Adam Driver and, and Scarlett Johansson did amazing for their lead roles. Um, they're just not gonna compete against Judy and 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 Fe- and Joaquin Phoenix for that one. Um yeah, original screenplay. Um Yeah, I mean I think once behind the Hollywood or Parasite has that one. Two Popes as much as I liked it. It's not going to get nominated. Uh we're not going to win their categories for actor or supporting actor. Um so yeah, I mean maybe it gets into through a doc like what was the documentary like the documentaries were um uh, uh American Factory and um the American Factory, um Edge of Democracy and I guess they were on. They have a documentary sort somewhere, so um, maybe in an animated Klaus. Um, I think they and and I love I lost my body, which neither of those are going to win. I think ahead of uh, Toy Story four or, or so. Yeah, Netflix is probably going to get snubbed despite getting the massive number of nominations. So again, kind of the discrepancy between the Academy and their love of traditional cinema and kind of the way the industry is going with Netflix. So. Um, other than that, you know, Disney Fox came up behind them with twenty-two nominations across ten films. Um, Sony has twenty, half of which are for Once Upon Time in Hollywood. They have five films total. Warner Brothers has twelve nominations, eleven of which go to The Joker, and Universal has eleven nominations, uh, ten of which come from 1917. Um, shout out to Neon though; they've kind of taken a 24s place um, in. Getting eight nominations, six of which are Parasite, but also two for Honeyland. So a smaller number of films, but they marketed it really well. They did the promotion for that super well. Um, again, has again just overall snubbed. I think Rocketman could have done better. A twenty-four in general hashtag the Pharaoh was robbed. Yeah, I mean, you know, I need to go and start planning out what I'm doing for the rest um, of this of the rest of the episodes for this series. But uh, it's getting late here, and I need to get this episode up. Um but before I go, you know what I was what else have I been watching? Um so you know, I mentioned that I had wa- ended up watching the um uh the Two Popes, Dolomite is my name, overbreak. I really enjoyed those. Um so for for twenty twenty, I believe I am uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven movies in. Um I or six movies in, sorry. Um, you know, I watched uh, Gemini Man, uh, at Astra, and Downton Abbey in, 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 in anticipation for the Oscars, only one of which actually panned out. Um, I did watch Tolkien on the plane, um, which, you know, fun, fun little biopic, uh, dramatized biopic. I don't know. It wasn't, I can see why it didn't do as much better better than I than they probably hoped it would. But entertaining enough, um, Lily Collins is, is super, super great. Um I did watch Peanut Butter Falcon, which was actually, if I had seen that in 2019, might have ended up being my top, one of my top films of the year. Actually, um, that was really special. Really enjoyed seeing Zack in that one. Um, I also ended up watching the host, which is one of Bong Joon Ho's, the director of Parasite's original films, with the same actor. So uh, I forget his name. I'm not gonna butcher it here, but um, yeah, the host was also you know pretty pretty fun film. And you know, I'm probably probably after this gonna go and try to watch all of Bong Joon Ho's films that I can. I um, have an idea for another podcast that I want to do. Um, and on top of all that, you know, to, to drown out my tears of. of weathering with you not being nominated I ended up getting I ended up watching a bunch of Makoto Sinkai films on the on the plane on my phone as well um, Garden of Words, the place from on the early days voices from a distant star still have to finish up uh, five centimeters per second um, but yeah I really like Makoto Shinkai's film as well I really hope the Academy one day gives the credit to um, anime films uh, I do have tickets for the fan screening for um weathering with you uh this week for my birthday. Um so I'm gonna go and enjoy that, enjoy the good anime movies before getting back to all of the the Oscar Death Race nonsense. <laughs> but yeah, so with that, you know, just I guess some questions for the listeners uh yeah do I really need to be watching the breakthrough again uh, or not again do I really need to go watch the breakthrough even though it's just for original song couldn't it have been something else um let me know if you want to absolve me of that and I'll absolve you of that or if you're gonna make me suffer through that um has- remember to get hashtag the feral was robbed trending um uh and good luck to everyone on your oscars death face. um hopefully we can all get it done in the next couple of weeks remember february 9th is our deadline so good luck to everyone um Again, shout out to Slide Astronomer 3 for their uh, Oscar Death Race tracking seat and their community feature. I'll go ahead and link to both the seat uh, and his instructions, uh, or the, the Reddit thread with the instructions and the seat, um, as well as the community site so you can see where you stack up against everyone else. Um, I'll give a shout out to whoever ends up completing the Oscar Death Race first um, by the end of it um, on the podcast. And if no one is able to complete it, uh, who signs up there? Um, I'll go ahead and you know we'll, we'll we'll go down whoever is the highest ranking ones. Um, with that said, you know go ahead and leave a review on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you listen. Um, you know let me know if you have any questions, any thoughts. Um, you know what are you doing to try to get around? Find find Corpus Christi and Richard Joel and Harriet. Uh, in the cave and and all that um, And yeah, as, and as always Our intro and outro music is by Kevin MacLeod From uh, Incompetech.filmmusic.io And with that This has been the Oscars Death Race podcast uh, And remember, keep watching It ain't over till the final credits roll Catch you guys next week, bye